Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Kathy Carr, the executive director of the SECU Family House. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Brooke. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we have a very special event that we're going to talk about today. But before we dive into that, I want to just give people a background if they don't know um, what exactly is the SECU House, Family House, and um, what do you guys do? Thank you. We are an adult hospital hospitality house. So we provide, um, thank you. You're welcome. We, uh, I, I wanted to be able to see Brooke's face, <laughs> so I had to get over this way. Thank you. Um, we're a 45-bedroom facility. We've been open since the fall of 2011, and we serve adult patients and or their caregivers who have to travel from their homes uh, to Winston-Salem for their medical care. So they may be um, coming to either Wake Forest Baptist, actually it's Atrium Health, Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. It is really hard for me. Um, Or the Novant Health or Scythe Medical Center. Either of those two major medical centers have quite a breadth of um, referrals that come into Winston. And so for for people who um, who need stepped up care or have been in a car accident and are airlifted to uh, to Winston Salem and need a place to stay, we yeah. provide that supportive care. I love that. I think we, as people that live in Winston, we take it for granted that we live so close to these two amazing hospitals, but that's just not the case for everybody. That's right. And I think, you know, that that I often start um, my my comments about that, that we're blessed to be in Winston and have two major medical centers. Um, And in fact, that's one reason why a lot of people live in the Winston area is so they can be close to their medical care. Um, But for those who live in the Western Piedmont, areas of uh, North Carolina or Southwest Virginia. We have served in our, uh, I guess we're in our 12th year of operations now, and we've served guests from, um, I think we're at 48 states, including Puerto Rico. Um, This past year alone, we had guests from, um, we had a a missionary whose family came over from um, Africa to oh, stay wow. with him while he uh, to stay with uh, our house while he was in the hospital. Okay. Um, we've had uh, I think we've had people from New Zealand this past year. So it's sort of amazing. You just don't think about it. Yeah. Um, people could just simply be traveling through North Carolina and have a medical episode and wind up at one of our campuses. Yeah, that makes total sense. How yeah. many campuses do you guys have? So we just have the one facility. It's the 45-bedroom okay. facility. Interestingly... Near, right near Trellis, right? Uh, yes, okay. yeah. We are yep, all convenient to both hospitals. Uh-huh. It's about seven minutes from both hospitals. And um, the Atrium Health System provides a shuttle for their um, patients or caregivers. Okay. About 65% of our guests are um, caregivers with admitted patients, but we also have cancer patients who go back and forth through the week to get um, their treatments, and then they might go home for the weekend and then come back. We've cared for kidney transplants, bone marrow, stem cell. Those are um, service lines that both hospitals are, um, are providing. Okay. Yeah. And so as far as um, how you could help the SECU Family House, other than, of course, 
fundraising and helping raise money at events like the one we're going to talk about uh-huh. are there volunteer opportunities yes um, lo- i know i've i have cooked a meal before in the kitchen yeah, that's exactly right that's yeah. exactly right and um we actually uh you know how your kitchens are they're the heart of your house and get the most wear and tear and we actually have been in the middle of a refresh of our kitchen um and it's been closed since may we've still been able to provide meals but more picnic style in our dining room um but tomorrow night we um we get it all reinstalled our the business the uh City inspector was there this morning. Oh my so, gosh, that's so yeah, exciting! Yeah, so we're very excited about that. The I guests know y'all miss glad. having people there cooking. Yes, and, yeah. and um, uh, so we have one of our regular partners. In fact, uh, um, Cannon and Company uh, or Cannon Wealth Management, I guess, is their umbrella. Um, they've been supporters of our Men Who Cook event for quite some time, but they also regularly provide meals. Um, so we've had companies that have done that. We've had departments from um, the hospitals so nurses or PAs will come in um, and and serve and that's a nice way for them to get out of the hospital and see their patients or caregivers in a different environment which is really good beneficial for both both sides so yeah yeah, lots of volunteer opportunities um, and uh, and even with our men who cook event Brooke there are some volunteer opportunities okay so let's um, let's dive into the men who cook event how How many years has this event been going on now? Yeah, so um, it was, I'm pretty sure our first year was 2016. Okay. And we had, um, we had been open for several years by then and had been talking about the need for a signature event, but wanted to be intentional about what we provided so that it didn't um, step on anybody else's nonprofit toes, so to speak, because we're, you know, we're in a really nice community with lots of, of, uh, of lots of nonprofits. And we wanted to do something that really fit with us. And um, uh, our staff, our development director that was, uh, that retired a couple of years ago, but that had come on board, it was sort of her concept um, to introduce the family house to the community in this fun kind of cocktail sort of way. So our first event was at um, Brookstown Inn. Oh, and I didn't know that. we immediately grew out of it that first year. Yeah. And so moved over to um, uh, uh, Truist um, to the, well, I don't even know what it's called now, but the Wake Forest um, uh, uh, Deacon Tower, I guess, is where we yeah. were. And, um that was beautiful to be able to look over the fi- the um, football field. Oh yeah! And so in ni- in 2020, so we had one every year, mm-hmm. and um, had really almost maxed out in 2019. Had a great one planned and um, for 2020, and then of course the pandemic happened a week before, so we wound up having to cancel that event. 2021, we held a virtual event uh-huh. that was certainly successful for the family house and kept our name out there, but we were really excited to be able to bring back the in-person event last oh, year. Yeah. And um, so changed venues to Legacy Stable and Events off of Thomasville Road. That's a beautiful It's venue. a beautiful space, and... Um, can accommodate any, um, any growing pains oh my that gosh, we continue yeah. to have. I think they can fit 
crazy. Maybe like eight hundred. Yeah, or maybe even more. It's, yeah, it's a ton. It's a and, and it's interesting that um, it was exciting for our donor base and and guests who wanted to attend um, go there because they had not been there before. Yeah. So this year it's scheduled for Saturday, August nineteenth. Okay. I think the doors open at six thirty, six thirty to nine thirty. Basically, it's a per person ticket price, and you uh, go into the to the um, I, it's not a ballroom, but it's a big event space that's in their their Forsyth barn that's mm-hmm. so pretty. And we have recruited community volunteers, um, gentlemen mostly. Um, they might have a sous chef that could be a female, and we certainly don't discourage that. But we... Um, so we have partners from Atrium Health, um, Novant Health. They both always do a team for us, and their chef team guys kind of rotate through. Um, this year for Atrium Health, we have Dr. Tony Atala. Oh, you know, we okay. were really excited, yeah. and he um, he's very gracious and, and very personable. And McLean Wallace, who is uh, legal counsel with Adream Health, so they're um, uh, one of our presenting sponsors. Novant Health's team is Dr. John Card and Dr. Lewis Lipscomb, and they're always a fun group. Lewis did it last year, and Dr. Card is joining him this year. Oh, good. Um, the new city police chief, Penn. William Penn and his son, they're going to be a team. Oh, how cool. And that's sort of something fun this year. We've wound up with three um, father-son teams. I so love we have that. Um, the city of uh, Winston-Salem chief of police and then the um, uh, a realtor named John Fox and his young son, mm-hmm. uh, Mason, I think is his name. And then our other father-son team is Jack and, Jack and John Elster. And John Elster is a former board member and um, and loves to cook and is very competitive. So yeah. each of those, those teams provide an appetizer size um, uh, bite for okay. the guests. So they we ask them to prepare food for two, 250. We expect 400-ish oh, is wow. generally. So do they um, have to let you know what they're making in advance? They do. Okay. They do. So and no surprises. No, yeah. <laughs> now, one year we did have somebody who flipped at the last Uh-oh. night, so we had to change the sign. But um, just for our, our um, collateral pieces, we try to encourage um, sticking with the with the menu item. Yeah. Uh, and we also try to space it out so that we don't have all barbecue mm-hmm. or all pork one year or something yeah. like that. What are some of the, that come to your mind, some of the most popular dishes over the years? Well, one of my favorites was um, uh, in 2019, we had um, two pastors, um, uh, my my pastor actually, um, Paul Wolner, who was with Augsburg Lutheran Church, partnered with the um, senior pastor at St. Paul's Episcopal, Dixon Kinzer, and theirs was um, on a wing and a prayer. And so they had little um, uh, uh, chicken wings on a bed of, um, uh, I think, grits and a little jalapeno um, halo on top. Oh, my gosh. And so it it was cute, and they they were very entertaining. Yeah. We've had uh, the Atrium Health team always shows up big, and um, 
and Lowe's Foods. Um, we've had good success with them. Garner Foods always has a nice meal, and they always their their um, menu item always in, is something with uh, with one of their products. So generally okay. having. Texas Pete or, or something. So if you're an attendee at the event, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming tickets are still very much on sale. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can just go straight to our website. Which is, tell us your website. Um, www.familyhousews.org. Okay. Yeah. And so then you, you just click on the events. And okay. It pop, so and actually still, it should pop up right there. Still buy your tickets. Yes. And as an attendee, what can you expect when you're, when you walk in the beautiful venue? Yeah. So really just a fun, boisterous kind of time. You, you go around uh, to the tables and the, um, the fun part of it is uh, tipping the team. So there's, there's this fundraising component to it besides our sponsorships and ticket sales. The, um, the teams commit to trying to raise money. So they do some peer-to-peer fundraising in advance. They'll send an email out to their network of friends or family members to encourage them to tip. Um, But then the night of, uh, attendees can purchase little um, wooden chips that count Ah. as tip chips. And so then we have mason jars at all the tables of the chef teams, and then you just go and pop it in there if you think that their meal was the best or they had the best presentation or the most fun. And you can buy as many tip chips as you want. Oh, yes, and we encourage that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, of course, there's wine and beer provided um, as well as uh, non-alcoholic drinks. And then um, you will fill your tummy for sure. Yeah. And, um, and, and you have to pace yourself because I think we have 16 chef teams this year. Oh, my god. We've had a few more than that in the past. And we've learned that that's it's the while the room may accommodate, it's just too many for everybody to be able to get around. Yeah, because so, you want people to be able to try most everything. Yeah, 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 to get around and the guests and the you know and that's part of the fun of it for the chef teams is yeah. to to um, to hawk their their um, their item. Yeah, and so it really is lots of fun. Um, there's a brief uh, uh, presentation at the end that awards. Um, uh, prizes for the who won who got the most tips oh, okay. um, and then we also have uh, this year uh, and I think I, I think Tim knows this we have um, Michael Hastings is uh, um, leading our judges and we, I think he's recruited four or five um, chefs or retired chefs in the community professionals to um, to judge oh, the meals so okay. um uh, so we're excited about that. I feel like Tim should be a judge. Yeah, we talked about that last because he's the man who ate eats, the town. who man who ate the town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to the men who cook? I have not. He is not. Yeah, I, I need to get out there. I'm out of town this year. I'm so bummed. That you know, we used to do it in March, yeah. and then shifted to August um, as we were shifting back to going to in-person events. And August is actually a, a perfect venue, a perfect time of year for the venue. Yeah. Um, but we do miss um, we miss some people who are finishing up their holiday yeah. or taking college kids to well, school. Well, you can literally like never that. you can never pick a weekend that that's good for everybody. No, <laughs> no, that is exactly right. Yeah. So, but it's a really fun event, and um, and we appreciate the article in the magazine. Yeah. I think that helps. It kind of gives you a good picture of, of what it's like. We lo- we love helping to promote it, and I definitely hope to be able to get get to it next yeah. year. But I just love how unique it is. I feel like there's so many 
events in our area, and they're all so much fun, but this one is definitely just has a unique spin to it. It does. And everybody loves food. Yes. I mean, come on. Yes, that is <laughs> exactly right. And we've, you know, we've talked about kind of other ways to enhance it through the years, but um, but the food is the is the draw and it's the people's love language. They, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, this year we um, were our, um, the nonprofit partner of choice for the Winston-Salem Chamber of Commerce. Oh, wow. And so we have a chef team from the under 40 young professionals group. Oh, that's and so, so cool. we have three three young fellows that are um, uh, part of that advisory group of the chamber. And they've been they've been really fun to um, see how they're going to bring a new kind of energy yeah. to the room. So and, how um, does that work if you um, are interested in like applying to be to one be of the chef team? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we, we did have a waiting list this year so oh. that was kind of um exciting for us but it's it's mostly a lot of times we'll invite somebody to come to the event and get a feel for it um we try to uh spread the love around yeah. um the mayor has been a chef in the past very um, cool uh fire chief trey mayo did it one year um very roundtree who's actually on our board now but retired from the winston-salem um, police department he and his wife were a team one year so we we try to spread it out but we also like to have you know people of of um of dr atala's stature to mm-hmm. to provide some um gravitas if you will to oh, the yeah. event um so any if you're interested if you know somebody that's a good cook um and uh, and you think they'd enjoy the event we just have them get in touch with us yeah and my brother put them on our list for next year my brother is a big into cooking he uh is like does the smoking and grilling and we'd love all to the have stuff him. over my head. Yeah. But he would he would love to be a part of it. Is I'm he sure. here locally? He lives in Raleigh, but he's in the area all the time. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. fun. We'll have to have him um, attend next year. I'd love so that. So you can see what it's about. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Kathy, how long have you been uh, with the SECU Family House? I actually started as a community volunteer with the steering committee way back um, twenty years ago. Oh wow. Twenty um uh, in 2003, I guess. So and way then, before they officially mm-hmm. opened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The our founders are a local family who had a 26 year old son who, in the year 2000, was diagnosed with a melanoma, and his um, oncologist here in Winston Salem r- referred him to Pittsburgh um, to the medical center there that had a specialist with melanoma, and so the Baldwins took their son there and stayed in the family house. It was actually named the family house. It was part of the cancer center, a wing of that cancer center at that time, and lived there for four months while um, their son began his treatment. He um, uh, sadly passed away. They brought him back home to Winston-Salem, and he passed away at hospice. And within three years, the Baldwins had started canvassing the community. The uh, ED of the Ronald McDonald House at the time uh, served on our committee. Um, uh, We had representatives from both hospitals to determine if Winston-Salem could accommodate, uh, if their need was great enough for a facility. And there really was. Yeah. Um, Because you know, 12 years later, we have 45 bedrooms and we're staying about 85% full um, wow. at, on, a, on average. So, so we definitely have the meat. The, the need. SECU family house versus the Ronald McDonald house is adult patients versus yep, children. That, yeah, we, we I kind of say we're sister partner okay. or sister uh, because we are meeting the same mission. Ronald McDonald has charities, which are under the big global 
umbrella by their charter can't accommodate um, caregivers or adult patients, caregivers ah. of or adult patients. So okay. typically if you're older, uh, 18 or older, um, you would you would uh, be referred over to the family house as okay. opposed to the Ronald McDonald. But Winston-Salem had that Ronald McDonald house for, you know, it was 30 years, I guess, when um, uh, I think maybe they're in their 40th year of, of They've operations. They've been around for a long time. A, a quite yeah. a long time. And so the, the concept of hospital hospitality existed in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. And Winston is well known for its hospitality. So it really made sense. And to have two major medical centers that were willing to work together for a common um, goal, if you will, uh, was always something that was important. So anyway, I started as a volunteer and transitioned to um, helping with the capital campaign, helping the board raise money during the initial phase for building. And then... um, transition to executive director as we were opening and so you've been executive director the whole time I have that is amazing there there, there was a um there was a, a a lovely woman who was their first executive director for about a year and a half during the initial it was before the recession okay. and um it was hard to raise money back in those days oh yeah I mean it's always hard to raise yeah. money but um but we had gotten incorporated as a 501c3 in 0506 and then the recession hit and um but partnering with the state employee credit union foundation in 2009 with a major challenge gift that gave them the naming rights to the family house mm-hmm. that's why we're called the seccu family house that was um that was sort of when i got involved and um helped facilitate that um partnership and then then just kept on going and didn't know how to run a hotel, but found a lot of wonderful qualified staff who did and I'm sure you've have a learned, great board. learned a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. We'll have to have you come on again. To I tell tell us all of the I, lessons learned as yeah, executive director. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll, we'll uh, keep some of those under the QT, but yes, yes. You always learn. Yeah. And, and that's well, being good. It's yeah. Good to be well, learner. Kathy, thank you so much for coming to chat with us. You're and welcome. you can still purchase your tickets for the Men Who Cook event on August 19th. We'll put the link uh, to where you can purchase those tickets in our show notes. And we hope that you can make it this year and next year and every year to support the SDCU Family House. That'd be great. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.